0: Hi friends, it's Haley and Lynn, and you are listening to This We Know Podcast. To get stronger, the gym is a pretty good place to be. But where do we go to strengthen our hearts? How can we stay spiritually in shape to experience joy in every season? This is a space for us to grow our faith muscles together. With a little bit of practice and a whole lot of grace, we'll train our hearts to trust Together, we'll lift our eyes from our ever-changing circumstances back to God, renewing our minds in His faithful promises. So let's jump in so we can confidently step back into this day with a fresh mind and full heart, knowing we've got a king in our corner. God is making a way. He is faithful in every season. This we know. Hello, this is Haley and Lynn. Welcome back. It's a pajama <laughs> party tonight. PJ <laughs> <Y-day> party. Hale, <laughs> I have kind of a
1: funny question for you. What is your favorite sleep position?
0: <laughs> I think I know the answer. You know that I like to sleep like a flamingo <laughs> or also known as the number four. <laughs> so one leg out, the other leg and in- yeah. I don't even know how to describe that, but it's just out to the side like a flamingo and then Monkey, my kitty, curled up right in the like hole of my legs and that's just <laughs> that's how it is. Okay, so jokes aside, on today's episode, we are in our pajamas here to talk about sleepless nights. When we get good sleep, it empowers our bodies to recover and lets us wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. But when we don't get good sleep, we can just feel like a shell of ourselves. So whether it's hard to fall asleep or you just find yourself waking up in the middle of the night, you are not alone. This is a season that I've walked through quite a bit in my life, and we would love to offer some encouragement today. I'm so excited to dive into this topic with you because
1: how many times have I had such poor quality sleep and the only way I knew how to get through it was just trying to rely on my own strength. So I'm really excited to share tonight some truths that you and I came across that will hopefully encourage everyone listening so that we kind of know what to do when we are in that season of restlessness. Yes.
0: There can be so many different reasons why we don't get sleep. Some people have sleep disorders, others have medical conditions, or maybe it has something to do with our mental health. If you haven't been getting the rest you need lately, whether it's hard to fall asleep or stay asleep, I know how it feels to lay in bed with full-on anxiety knowing that you have so much to do the next day. Lenny, you remember a couple of months ago, I was stuck in a horrible cycle of poor sleep. Mm -hmm. I would wake up at 3 a.m. almost daily, and it was a huge month at work, constant stress, and I desperately needed good rest. And the first night at 3 a.m., I kind of thought it was a fluke and I couldn't fall back asleep. But the next day, I kind of just mustered through. but. The next night, it happened again. I turned to Google and Googled everything, trying to cope and figure out how I could fall back asleep. And I read it all. Don't be on your phone before bed. Go and do an activity if you can't fall back asleep after 15 minutes or so. But nothing that requires too much focus. Try this breathing technique. Try this. Try that. Night after night, nothing worked. And I remember praying for God to change my circumstances, begging him to give me rest. And Lynn, I remember even texting you saying, I have been waking up every single night. It's like clockwork around 3 a.m. And we prayed. And still that next night I woke up, but this time I was out of options. I had already Googled everything and I just felt like I'd exhausted all possibilities. I wasn't thinking clearly And I just remember turning to God. And in the stillness of that night, I could hear God speaking to my heart, comforting me. I felt him say, I will give you true rest. I am your true strength. And so I never pictured God with me in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. I so desperately wanted to know why it was happening rather than accepting it and trusting that God. Had me awake for a reason, and that he will help me through it all the next day. So, the next time I ended up waking up extremely early in the morning, I remember I had to present in front of my whole team the next day. And for a second, I admittedly thought, Are you kidding me? I really, really, really needed to get good sleep. But you know what? God knew I would wake up and God goes before us, he's always with us, and he's going to be with me when I give that presentation. And I know this sounds a little bit silly. This is something that I tell my sixth graders at youth group. Whenever they start thinking about the future, I encourage them to picture Jesus already there. Picture him setting up his computer, getting ready, being like, you got this. And it's so comforting. And that always makes me smile when I picture him there. Because the truth is God says that he'll always go before us. He's not just with us. He's already there and he's already making way. And he led me through every single word of that presentation. I remember I was so tired. I barely had the words, but I came in knowing that he was going to guide me through and he did. He was there. And there have just been so many moments like that where I've just totally let go of control in the middle of the night, knowing that He is in control and He's got me even at 3 a.m., even when I don't have the strength the next day, He can be my strength. Isaiah 40, 31 says, Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. And every time I have something that's ahead of me, whether I have sleep or not, it just helps me to remember that God will help be my strength. And I love that it says new strength, that we may not have it in the moment, but when we trust that he's going to provide, he will give us his strength. Since then, I will occasionally wake up in the middle of the night and I've learned to trust him first, rather than trying to figure it out all on my own, turning to him last. It's truly incredible how this changed my sleep life. When I wake up at a strange hour, I'm no longer anxious. I've learned to let go of the fear of not performing well the next day, knowing that God will be with me. And I've watched him show up every single time. And it takes practice to look at the clock and see that it's super early in the morning or maybe late at night. And for you to say, all right, God, I'm up. I'm here. I'm listening. How encouraging is
1: that? Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And I know that we have another episode that's talking about fear and worry, especially when we're thinking about the future, but just that image of picturing Jesus already in our future, whatever we're anxious about, whatever we're thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have this thing that's upcoming. How am I going to get through on such little strength? Goodness, just to imagine Jesus being there. First of all, I love the picture of him being at the conference table with his laptop out. That's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> but just picturing him being in the labor and delivery room, picturing him mm-hmm. being in the nursery at all hours of the night when you're nursing your newborn, picturing him being next to you in that presentation or next to you as your giving your vows to your spouse, like whatever situation is on the horizon that you're thinking about, just picturing him being already there and next to you going through that with you is so comforting. And going back to what you shared, Hale, I remember that season that you were in and gosh, I just felt for you waking up in the middle of the night, especially given how busy of a season you were in at work and I just felt for you, and I remember one morning I was reading my Bible, and I just came across Psalm 16, and I think I sent a picture of this chapter to you, but specifically the verses that I think stood out to both of us, verses 7 and 8, and it says, "'I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With Him at my right hand, I will not be shaken.'" And I just thought, wow, that's so encouraging to know that when we are having a hard time falling asleep or when he does wake us up in the middle of the night, he is instructing our hearts if we're willing to listen. Mm -hmm. And I have kind of a funny story to share that's very relevant to tonight's topic because it just happened the last two nights. And I wish I could say that my mind when I woke up both nights in the middle of the night that my mind ran to Psalm 16 that... I should have used those awakenings to listen to what the Lord was trying to instruct my heart, but I didn't. (laughs) Tuesday night, my sweet husband wakes up and he's like, oh my gosh, we have a notification from our bank that we have a fraud alert. And... (laughs) what is this? And so at one 30 in the morning, we're like navigating why there is this random charge on one of our cards and we're calling the bank and trying to figure it out. So from about one 30 to four 30, your girl was awake and I was very frustrated and agitated. (laughs) And the whole next day I was just in a really impatient, yucky mood. I was just not very gracious with anyone and just frustrated that that happened at one in the morning. And just really frustrated that I couldn't fall back asleep. And I did not use those three hours of being awake to sit with the Lord at all. If anything, I was like, uh oh, I'm so mad that this happened. I really need a good sleep tonight because I have such a busy day tomorrow. So I just think it's really interesting that that night I did not run to the Lord at all. I did not talk to him. I just was bitter that I, I was awake in the middle of the night. And then my day, ended up just being one thing after the next. And I was just grumbling and in such a not great mood. And then the next night I was so excited to get good sleep. And again, it happened. I woke up, it was one and I was like, no way am I awake again? I have so many meetings tomorrow. I've got to power through. I have to rest, but God relentlessly kept speaking to me. And he was like, Lynn, I have something for you. Please just tune into me. Please be obedient to me. I really have some ideas for this. We know for some upcoming topics and I want to use this time with you because you might not get it back. And after about 15 minutes of questioning if I should, if it was worth it for me to get out of bed, (laughs) I was like, you know what, Lord, I would so much rather just spend the next however much time with you than just sit here being frustrated that I'm awake. So let's do it. So I came down to the basement with my laptop and just said a prayer and the coolest thing happened here in that time, God very specifically said to me, do not worry. I will sustain you through this upcoming day. I know you have a big day. I will sustain you. I will be your strength and you're going to go to sleep tonight with joy and peace And I just thought, wow, thank you, God. Thank you for that promise that you will sustain me through this day. Thank you that you know the upcoming day that I have and how many meetings I have. Thank you for promising me that you will give me the strength that I need to make it through this day. So I got a couple hours of really good work done, thanks to God, and went back upstairs, got a couple hours of sleep. And he completely sustained me. And last night I got like nine hours of sleep and I was so thankful. And now I feel like a million bucks. (laughs) And the lesson that I learned is exactly what you shared. You can, when, when you're having a hard time falling asleep, or if you're waking up randomly in the middle of the night, you really do have two options. You can either be really anxious and upset and frustrated, and you can turn to Google or Instagram or a thousand other things. Or you can just say, all right, God, what do you have for me? And maybe he just has like one little thing he wants to share with you. And then he lets you fall right back asleep. Or maybe he wants you to get up and get some important work done that you might not get a chance to do later. But whatever it is, I think the lesson I learned is choosing
0: to surrender and be obedient to him is definitely the better path. That is incredible. That surrender. I remember getting a voice memo from you the very next morning And you were just wishing me an amazing Wednesday. You just sounded so alive and so rested. And then later on that day, you let me know that you didn't get any sleep. And I just thought, wow, your joy and your strength was coming straight from the Lord and that he really did sustain you. So for me, when I am not sleeping well consistently, just getting really poor quality sleep, I can tell that something needs to change. And I've always just been so quick to try to numb it, to try to just make it disappear rather than looking under the hood of my life and seeing what's going on. And I think now more than ever, our world is just always hustling. If you ask about 10 people how they're doing today, a large portion of them will probably say pretty busy. And for a while, that was me too. I was just responding on fumes, just saying, Oh, busy, like doing well, but busy. And with back to back schedules, we can get so tired. Maybe you have a really demanding job, or maybe you're in school, keeping up with meals, laundry, going out with friends, going to the gym. Maybe you have a family. There's so much. And I feel like it's always one thing after the next. And You may be giving your body physical rest at night, but I've found that our hearts start to crave true rest during the day from stillness. And if you've been stuck in this season of getting poor sleep and you've just been hustling and so busy, for me a couple of months ago when I was in that season where I was waking up at 3 a.m., 4, almost every single day. When I was finally still and said, Lord, I need you. I need you to speak. I cannot keep going like this. Something has to change. First, I just felt comforted. I just felt his presence, felt his love. I felt like I could finally take a breath. And like you said, Lenny, it took surrender saying, I cannot keep doing this. I truly, genuinely need you. And I didn't just want to go to sleep that night. I wanted to change And what God put on my heart that night is that what I truly needed was more stillness during the day. I needed to learn to say no so that I could leave more room for God during the day, room for stillness, room for him to just renew me and guide me. And I know that saying no can feel strange if you don't have plans, but when you say no to something, to say yes to the Lord He blesses that in so many ways. And I've experienced that time and time again. So after this, I would encourage you to be still. Bring God your heart, your schedule, and lay it all down at his feet. Because I don't know what's been keeping you up lately, but I know the Lord so desperately wants to take whatever you've been carrying from you and release it and make it lighter so when your head hits that pillow, You can truly rest. So there is an incredible song by one of our favorite artists, Red Rocks Worship, and it's called Something Has to Break. We would just
1: really encourage you, like Hale said, whatever you're carrying, whatever worries you have, anxieties that are going on, whatever season you may find yourself in, we are here to share our experience in that, and the truth that we would love to close with is Just encouraging you the next time that you are having difficulty falling asleep or waking up at all hours of the night, just consider saying, God, have your way with me. What do you have for me? And just take time to listen and know that God will provide a way for you, He will sustain you through the next day just surrender your worries to him. Be like, God, I wish I was not awake right now, but I am. So here are the different things that I am anxious about or worried about. Mm -hmm. Search my heart and know my thoughts and please just provide for me and help me to be really dependent on you and on your strength today. That was beautiful.
0: I love that. I would love to close this out in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time and space to talk about your goodness, your provision. We are so thankful to have you as our strength, as our guide, as the one that we can always turn to, even in the middle of the night. Father, you know each person that is listening to this, you know his or her heart you know their story, you know their struggle. And God, I'm just so thankful that they're listening today, that you've led them to listen. And I just pray that you give them deep, deep rest tonight. You don't just refresh their bodies, but you refresh their hearts. Father, whatever they're carrying, I just pray that they can release it to you and find quiet time just to talk to you and whatever is ahead father that they just feel like they need to perform perfectly for i just pray that they can feel your strength and know that you go before them and that you will make a way through it all and you always do and it's in jesus mighty name that we pray all these things amen amen
1: so glad you joined us for this episode. If you thought of a friend who might be encouraged by this topic, please feel free to share this message with them. Our hope is to share God's love and truth with as many people as possible, and you can help us play a big part in that mission by leaving a written review on Apple and Spotify. Also, if you have questions, are in need of prayer, or want to learn more about our story, head to thisweknowfaith.com and connect with us on social media. Remember, friend, as you step back into this day, God is with you in every season, this we know.